Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> I say hello. Hello there. Hey now. Hey. Uh, welcome to the Producers Podcast for this Friday the 13th, Billy. Friday this the 13th. That- full moon. Are you superstitious, Paul? Solar flares. Me? No. No, I'm cool. Nothing bothers me in life, Billy. <laughs> now, you have some OCD, but do you have like superstitions? I have a lot you? of superstitions, yeah. And my OCD is borderline superstition anyway. You know, like a lot of the stuff I do is, is you know, it's arguable. Superstitions are kind of like OCD, you know, really. Yeah. I mean, if you're superstitious about the way you do something, like, you know, pitchers often won't step on the, the baseline right. on their way out. They have to jump over mm-hmm. the baseline. You know, to me, they call it superstitious. It's also OCD is what yeah. it is. So I don't know. No, I, I am obviously a crazy person. Yes, I have plenty of them. How about it's you? It's funny. Um, <laughs> I, I'm always aware of superstitions and when I'm breaking them, but I don't think I have any except for that stupid "don't say the words no hitter." Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and I, you know, if something is good luck, if I bowl good in a shirt one week, I want to wear that same shirt the next week. That, but I'm not afraid of the 13th floor or walking under a ladder yeah, yeah. or any of that kind of stuff. I even have a black cat. My my yeah, my superstitions are like none I don't have any of the hack superstitions as we would say hack. Yeah. Like I'm not afraid of the 13th floor or the number yeah. 13, you know, but I'm afraid of things like that nobody would be afraid of, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like then but then I'm afraid to like be out in public. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not afraid of the 13th floor. See, it's funny my mom always had odd superstitions. Um mm-hmm. ones we'd never heard of and then as I research them if they come up I'll google them and she wasn't the only one like you can't put new shoes on the table. If you just buy new shoes, you can't put them on the table. Oh wow. Oh, that's interesting. I never I heard forget, that. I, I forget there was a reason for it, like a superstitious reason. Yeah. Uh, you can't open an umbrella in the house. Um, I've heard that one. I have heard that one. There's, you know, Indoors, how, period, I've heard. Yeah. Uh, you know how, like, there's poles on the street that are in shopping centers, like columns and stuff? Mm-hmm. If you're walking with a friend or a relative, you can't walk around the two different sides of it because you'll split up your friendship then. Oh, wow. Hmm. Um, stuff yeah. like that. Some okay. odd ones that do exist, but mm-hmm. my mom was the only one that had heard of those Yeah, at the yeah, time. yeah. L- Susan, every time she sees a penny on the ground, she'll pick it up, look at it. If it's heads up, she keeps it. If it's tails up, she'll flip it over to heads and put it back down on the ground. For the next person. Yeah. yeah I've heard of that one, too. Heads up means you're going to find money. Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah, you just found you a just penny. You just found a penny. You just got richer. <laughs> My the, the 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 thing I like about Friday the Thirteenth is the scary movies. I mean, tonight there'll be a couple, a good handful of channels doing scary movie marathons, uh-huh. and uh, I'll DVR a couple of them. I, I am a big horror movie fan. Yeah. We said it used to be. I, I don't know. Do you think that horror movies are something you grow out of? Because I think it, he sort of alluded to that, and then I started thinking in my head. I started going. You know, at first I thought, well, that's stupid. And then I thought, actually, it does seem to be younger people that like horror movies. Do you grow out of horror movies? I used to love them, and I don't go to them anymore. I don't seek out the Friday the 13th or the Saws or Paranormal. I haven't seen any of the Paranormal Activities. Oh, so good. The one thing I still like are the 
old style monster movies. Mm. I saw Godzilla, the most recent Godzilla recently. Did it measure loved up? Loved it. You liked it? Yeah. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, and yeah. Pacific Rim that was out last year. That was another, you know, like monsters crashing through Japan and yeah. stuff. Yeah. And those I like, but I don't like scary guys with masks and knives anymore. Right. And I did used to. Movies, you know, scary movies these days are, are not are not like those mm-hmm. monsters. Like, were those monsters, was that really scary back in the day? Because now movies are, like, sadistically scary. Yeah. I mean, it's like, so, you know, somebody mm-hmm. stalks someone through a house mm-hmm. for an hour and a half and then eventually bludgeons them. Yeah. They're pra- it's like Charles Manson-style stuff. I mean, even, like, the current Godzilla has a couple good scares where you jump in your seat. You know, it's something. Mm-hmm. And a movie that really captured my imagination a couple years ago, Cloverfield, I really I loved. remember that. That was a good one, And that yeah. was a, a good monster movie. Good monster movie, yeah. Uh, but I think maybe a thing, and this just occurred to me, back in the old days, or old days, when I was a kid, the scary movies, one of the reasons kids my age like going to them, you could always see boobs. This was pre-internet. And there was always nubile young women that were... Running around topless for some reason. You know, that even came into my generation a little bit because I, you got to remember, I am, believe it or not, I know to you and the majority of our listeners, I am douchebag generation, but I did still grow up before computer in every house and before cell phones. I mean, cell phones for me weren't until college. So... You know, I remember. I remember that a, a nice rated R movie was the only place you could snatch some titties. Mm-hmm. I remember that. I mean, I remember going to see Slumber Party Massacre, not because of the <laughs> massacre part, but the Slumber Party part. Yeah, <laughs> you know, was the, was the good part. Actually, I still remember one scene that made it was so ridiculous it made me laugh. Mm-hmm. The uh, the bad guy, the masked no killer, was down in the basement of the house. And he grabbed an electric saw. And went, running up the stairs and then the saw unplugged from the wall and he had to run back downstairs <laughs> and that just made me laugh That's it, it was nice that they threw in a nice little piece of humor they put in a nice laugh um a quick question way off base i'm sorry but uh-huh. i mentioned charles manson we're talking scary movies has there ever been a charles manson movie I, there's been a million documentaries but a movie yeah there, there's a movie called helter skelter and it was the movie the yes, story it was the story okay because i'd like to see it i haven't seen it i um i just watched it's on Netflix now, mm-hmm. The Six Degrees of Charles Manson. Yeah, you were going to watch it the other night when we talked. And it's, it's man, is it one of the creepiest things ever to happen. Huh. That whole oh, story. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what I'm saying? But The Six Degrees of Charles Manson's an mm-hmm. interesting documentary mm-hmm. because it's modern time look. Yeah. It's a modern time look. It's not just mm-hmm. a here's what happened. Mm-hmm. It's a, he goes to all the same spots and he goes on August 8th at the exact time of the murders to the Tate house. You know, like right. the, the, so it was, uh, it was 2006, so it would have been, what, 16, 8, 68 ish? 37, 37 years yeah, later, okay. I think. I think it was 69, wasn't it? 69? August 8th, 1969? Yeah, yes, yes. Um, so he went on August 8th, 2006, he went to the Tate House, which isn't there anymore, by the way. Okay. It's been knocked down. But what he does, the take on the documentary is he goes places, all the different places where the murders occurred or where the, you know, where the, the, the ranch where the Manson family was. The Tate murders, the LaBianca murders. He goes to all those places, and he does a history of from the moment of the murders to now, what's Hmm. been in those spots, what happened. Um, He takes it basically from the murders until today. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Every other documentary has just been about before and the murders, and then the case. He takes it from the murders and then the the geographical locations, and he shows the spot where it happened, and he shows exactly where things happened and what's changed since. That telephone pole that Tex climbed up to cut the lines, they took that telephone pole out, 
They replaced all the electrical wire around here. They put a new telephone pole in. It's about five feet to the right now. Over here is exactly where so-and-so was laying. Now it's a flower bed. You know, and, and, it's, and it's really friggin' interesting. Hmm. But I got to watch Helter Skelter. I wonder if that's on Netflix. I hope it is. I don't know. I, I, I don't think so. I haven't hmm. seen it. I cruise Netflix a lot and haven't noticed I it. I haven't but. either. I don't know. Anyways, I'm sorry about that little bit. No, that's tangent, fine. But, uh, okay, let's talk a little bit. We got uh, a lot of stuff to get to. NBA and World Cup last night. I love it. I love it, Billy. I love the heat getting booed in Miami when LeBron's contract's about to be up. Mm-hmm. Those little bastards down in Miami, they're not even real sports fans. They're making the same mistake the Clevelanders made. I brought. I think I pulled out a really nice fact today that I hope yes, John DiTullio uses. LeBron had a very similar situation to right now. When he was in his final year with the Cavs, he was playing. It was the Eastern Conference Finals. We had Boston, and we were, we were uh, I think it was exactly like this. It was 2-1, game in Cleveland. The Celtics blew out the Cavs mm-hmm. to go up 3-1, game going back to Boston. And the Cavs, the Cleveland fans, booed LeBron. Mm-hmm. Booed the Cavs and booed LeBron. And LeBron ended up leaving. Same situation five years later. Miami Heat going down 3-1, getting blown out by the Spurs last night. And they get booed. I love it. Oh, do I love it. Do you think this could, uh, he's going to be a free agent, like you said. Where do you think he's going to go if not stay in Miami? If the Miami Heat get blown out Sunday Mm -hmm. night, if they lose, period, I would say, I do think there's a chance that LeBron goes somewhere. Is it Cleveland? I'm not holding my breath. You got to remember, there are teams out there that have the money, mm-hmm. and one of the teams that has the money to hire whoever they want happens to play in Los Angeles. The Lakers mm-hmm. have cap room. There's like five teams that have cap room. The Cavs are one of them, by the way. Okay. Cavs, Lakers, yeah, there's three other teams mm-hmm. I think too that have cap room. And in the NBA, that's a big deal to have the cap room. It's not like baseball where your Yankees can do whatever they want. In the NBA, you got to have the room to sign somebody. Mm-hmm. And so every few years, teams will, you know, a couple guys will. Their contracts will expire, so they'll have the cap room. So right now, there's only like five going into this offseason, and the Cavs are one of them. And LeBron's a free agent. Mm -hmm. And so the Cavs can afford LeBron. And they're one of only like six teams, because if you count Miami, too. Because the NBA does another cool thing where they make it so that you can keep your own guy. Mm -hmm. So you can break the salary cap if it's your own guy. Only if it's your own guy. Will the Cavs court LeBron at all? Absolutely. Everyone will. I mean, there's not a... LeBron James is, is... Definitely a guy who no matter, there's not a single team out there that's going to say no. It's not. It's impossible. Now, if the Cavs management courts LeBron, and they will, will Cavs fans be welcoming to him? Yes, we will all be exposed as as absolute hypocrites. <laughs> if you want to see an entire city tuck their tail between mm-hmm. their legs and change their mind, let LeBron come back to Cleveland because you will see an entire I'm not city. I'm saying if he signs. I'm saying during the courting process, he hasn't decided. There, he's just going to comfort. He's going to talk. You know, Do you think sports fans calling radio stations, calling the Jay Moore show, calling Yeah, maybe. Whatever. I don't know. There's been a couple of groups who have put together supporting LeBron things, like Northeast Ohio groups, mm-hmm. who have put together little web websites and billboards and stuff asking LeBron to come back. I think you'll see little factions come out. Um, you'll see the entire city turn around if he signs. But okay. just during the courting process, I don't think it'll be, go that far, no. Okay. No, the courting process, by the way, is not too far away. 
You know, you forget that the season's been over for like two months. Yeah. The NBA Finals are ridiculous. Oh, I, I think the baseball playoffs start soon. Yeah, I'm pretty sure NBA free agency starts on like July 10th. Yeah. So it's less than a month away until LeBron is actually a free agent. Mm-hmm. And is the season's still going. You know, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah. Anyways, all right, some other stuff going on. Uh, the Bill fan. This is new information. The fan of the Buffalo Bills who fell and is now on trial. Turns out he was riding that railing. They have him on surveillance camera. He wrote it four times successfully before he <laughs> fell off on the fifth time. It's like riding the jackrabbit. <laughs> it's not looking good for him. Uh, we had Marshall Fine on to talk movies. We had a guy from Adrian Jules in today, Peter Roberti Sr., wrote an interesting book. It's a 100 fashion tips for men. And, you know, guys like you and I, Billy, we're not, you know. We I hope, need 101 I hope, tips. We need 101 tips, yeah. I thought it was very interesting, though, a few of the things in there. Because there is some stuff in there. It's not all just fancy, fancy stuff. Yeah. There's stuff in there like, can a man go sockless? Mm-hmm. Uh, what, excuse me, what notch on your belt mm-hmm. should you be using? Um, what color shirt should you wear underneath? What other color shirt? Short or long sleeve? In what situation? Dress, overdress or underdress, what's the better way to go? A lot of good advice in there. And I think maybe one of the best ones is the overdress thing. When you're not exactly sure how to dress for a function, overdressing is the way to go as opposed to underdressing. Mm-hmm. Aim a little bit higher. That was the one thing I learned today because I have underdressed before and it's embarrassing. I have too. It's, it can be yeah. embarrassing. I did it for a uh, Ronald McDonald House charity. Ryan's on like the junior mm-hmm. board. And I showed up to a thing in jeans and a button-up shirt. Mm-hmm. Where suits were, suits were what most people were wearing, yeah. and it was really embarrassing. And you know, I should have, you know, you should you should be the guy in the suit mm-hmm. if everyone else is wearing. And this is what Roberti said today. I think is great advice. If you show up in a suit and everyone else is wearing jeans and button ups, then guess what you can do? You can take off your jacket. You can take off your tie. Now suddenly you're just wearing a nice pair of pants and a tucked mm-hmm. in button up shirt. It's not too bad. Great advice, I thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about, Billy, you had an issue going on. Why don't you rehash? Because I was actually out of the studio. Yeah. I, I, was, I was making an appearance on another morning show this morning. Ooh, I was you, cheating on us. You, I was, we did ask the bartender on the drive this morning. How, how did you do, by the way? Well, it turns out I'm a terrible bartender. <laughs> by the way, Rubino's tomorrow night. Come on out and see me. See I, the terrible bartender. Yeah, I switched to shifts this week. I'm working tomorrow night instead of tonight. Um, no, anyways, I, I yeah, I'm a, I'm a pretty terrible bartender, so I didn't get anything right, including Billy, a sex on the beach, which is a pretty standard drink. I got wrong, so. Well, but nowadays with phone apps, yeah, you I can make yeah. anything you want. Yeah, no, honestly, and when yeah. I am bartending, mm-hmm. I bartend with a real bartender. It's mm-hmm. not like I'm alone. So if somebody does order something complicated, I just look over my mm-hmm. shoulder and I go, "Hey Tiff, what's in a uh, sex on the beach?" Yeah. And she tells me, and then I can nail it. And then you get naked and have sex. <laughs> yeah, huh? yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, well, anyways, what happened with you, Billy? Because I was out of the room. I didn't hear your story. Okay. Uh, like a month, month and a half ago, I mentioned on the producer's podcast, and on the, I, don't, I don't remember if I mentioned that on the show, but uh, my sister got a letter, and, and I, we both got letters from Prudential saying that our dad had a, an insurance policy from a place he used to work. Nice. Somebody now, trying to give you some money. Now, my dad has been dead since 99, 1999, so this literally came out of nowhere. So my wow. sister investigated. She found out, yeah, it's real. You, there's some money. They wouldn't tell us how much at the time till we all filled out our paperwork. There's stuff we had to fill out, me, her, and my two brothers. We all got our paperwork in. And this was, like I said, a month and a half ago probably. And this morning I wake up and check my email, and my sister has emailed me. Did you get your check? Me and Ed both got ours. Oh. And... I'm thinking back, and no, I, I like immediately go downstairs and look through the mail. 
know nothing, nothing for potential. But in my mind, I can see myself, and I don't know if this is the case, just kind of going through the mail and completely forgetting about just seeing a potential thing, assuming it's junk mail, <laughs> and tossing it yeah, out. Yeah, I would have done the same thing. I, I, I throw away mail. And I don't know looking. if this is the case, so I go back upstairs, like, sweating and panicked and email her back at 4.30 in the morning. When did you get this check? What, no, uh, how much was it for? What do I do if I threw it away? But And so she wrote me back. She just got hers yesterday. My brother in Arizona got his two days ago. And I went through the garbage yesterday's guy, and I don't see anything from Prudential, but... You know, what if I got mine three days ago? And oh, it got ch- so right now I'm just a little panicked and hoping it comes today. I hope it comes today for you, Billy, but I'm I'm almost positive that you can get a reissue. I'm sure I can. You're but, not going to be screwed but out I, of your I'd like the money now. No, if, yeah. it, if it was already yeah. sent to me, it'd be fun to have now yes, yeah. and not have to wait another two weeks because of my stupidity. Now, is this four digits? Yes. Five digits? Four, four, di- four, four digits. digits? Yeah. Okay, so uh, is this going to practical thing like a savings account is it going to some sort of well practical thing like maybe something you need in the house mm-hmm. is it going to a savings account or is it just going to some fun well uh some of it will go to towards a, a credit card I, uh, you pay know, off a little debt pay off a little bit but i'd also like to keep some for practical things like uh superhero action figures right right things that are really needed around <laughs> yeah, the house. Exactly. exactly yeah yeah i don't blame you for that sure <laughs> and you know susan and i are going to pittsburgh in a month and mm-hmm. You know, we're going to be having some fun. So I'd like to keep some of it and uh, pay off some bills with the other part. I think you got none to worry about, Billy. I'm, I, even if you threw it away, they'll, they reissue. And, they, and they, I know you, they reissue. It's yeah. just such a hassle. It is a hassle. I, if it's a hassle because I was stupid, yeah. you know, then yeah, I'm not you. happy. I hear you. Uh, what do we do today? We played Shuby on Last Comic Standing uh-huh. last night. He slayed, right? I heard yes, he did good. Yes, did uh, something we've actually, he did Service a bit about the, the therapy cats. Yeah, he did therapy <laughs> animals. That's great. That's very fun. And he did very well. We talked uh-huh. Father's Day. It's Father's Day for most men in the country, mm-hmm. except for one guy we know, Brother yeah. Weeze, who will be celebrating Mother's Day on mm-hmm. Sunday because he traded his away. Billy, I love Weeze. Yeah. I like Weeze a lot. Uh-huh. I don't too. have confidence that he's going to nail this. I don't have the confidence. Well, you know how he goes into public speaking with no plan yes. and kills. He kills. You're right. Maybe he'll pull it out. And, but like you out. said, this time, it's not his str- – like talking is Weez's strong suit. Yeah. Is, this is doing. Yeah. This is action. Doing stuff. This is – oh, no. You know what this is? And you and I, and uh-huh. I think the audience too, and yeah. I, I hope Weez wouldn't be offended by this. This requires not only doing but also planning. Yeah. I think that if Weez is the best mm-hmm. talker I know yeah. in life, mm-hmm. he might quite possibly be the worst planner I know in life, yeah. though. So this requires planning and action. These well, are not his strong suits. Billy. Well, I remember Doreen's great Valentine's gift from a couple years ago that was made by Brooksy. Yes, or what about earlier this year when she was given a, uh, I think it was a Mother's Day gift that was ordered by Marianne. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, I don't. I don't have a. I, you know, I'm. I'm looking forward to Monday. Yes, I got to tell you, I'm looking forward to mm-hmm. Monday because I cannot wait to hear if Weez pulls this one out of his yeah. ass. Uh, what else did we do today? Talked about um, strippers in New York City, drugging dudes and taking their money. Mm-hmm. Billy, am I to believe you can't trust a stripper? Uh, I, I think it's just a, a, one bad apple. One bad. Well, a couple. I think there's one, four of yeah. them that are under arrest, okay. or at least are being sued. I don't know if they're under arrest. I think they're being sued. Yeah. It's an interesting question, though. If you have a charge that you dispute, have you ever disputed a charge? 
No. I never have either. And I have to really be careful about admitting this, what I'm about to admit to the 27 listeners we have. I, I also don't do a very good job of checking every charge. Well, I obviously I just threw away a fifteen hundred dollar check, maybe. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> talk about checking. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm not good at it myself. Yeah, I don't. I I really. I, you know, I know people who on a daily basis go in and check every charge mm-hmm. on their card, and yeah. I do it about once a month, mm-hmm. and I don't do it very thoroughly. I check a few days here and there, once in a while, and if that's fine, I'm. I just assume it's good, and then I'll go like two weeks without looking again. Yeah, and so I'm rip offable. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. because and especially and here's the big secret to ripping off, not just me, but ripping anyone off is not going for the gold. Ripping someone off slowly and a little bit is the way to go, mm-hmm. <laughs> because if you rip me off by 20 bucks once every two weeks, I'm telling you, it would take me a long time to catch you. Uh-huh. I, if you drip me off by two hundred bucks, I'd catch you the first you go, time. Right, sure. Yeah. You know, but like ten dollars. Oh, maybe I bought that. Yeah. No. That box of cookies. I hate to, it's, but not <laughs> yeah. good to admit that. But yeah. it's true. It's true, at least for me. Oh damn, my cut hurts from my. I still oh, have still your yeah, your cut from. Yeah, bartending? I took my stitches out a little too early. I took oh. my own stitches out. It was a little too early. I shouldn't have done that. And wrap it up again. Yeah. Uh, what else we do today? Mila Kunis, I'm pregnant mm-hmm. versus we're, we're pregnant. pregnant. Billy, what is it? I or we? Uh, I think kids wreck everything, so don't get pregnant. My... <laughs> uh, I think she's got a good point. It's I'm pregnant. You know, women have to go through that mm-hmm. crap. They're carrying a baby. Sure, maybe we got to go get them a glass of water in the middle of the night. But... Now, do you think men say we the same way no. they refer to we as... The Yankees are we, the Bills are we, no, we won the game. You know, I am more comfortable saying we won when talking about the Browns than I am saying we're pregnant when talking about my wife. Mm-hmm. I swear to God I am. I think that I, I really, really don't think I would be able to say we're pregnant ever. I would say Ryan's pregnant. And we're uh, expecting. Yeah, we're, we're expecting, expecting is okay because yeah. we are expecting is, is acceptable, I think. Mm-hmm. Mila's rant was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. It was pretty right on, too. It was like, you don't have a human growing inside of you. Yeah. You you did about 15 seconds of work and then, then went to bed asleep. and then fell asleep. We do have life a lot mm-hmm. better. I think men win. I think I think it's a man's world, Billy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, excuse me, finally, Todd Baxter in studio, former Greece police chief. Commenting on the uh, 390 windshield situation. By the way, we should mention Flag Day, too, this weekend. Commenting on the 390 uh, stone-throwing situation. Siding with Marianne Sierk, saying that it's stones, she, he thinks. We have had every theory by every expert. Yeah, we have. Like, we've had guys, there's no way it could be a rock. It's got to be a bullet. Yep. There's no yep. way it could be a bullet. It's got to be a BB. No yep. way it could be a BB. It's got to be a rock. It's like it's like rock, paper, scissors with real life. It is. It is. Well, we had a guy calling from Buffalo today to say that they haven't even had one incident. Now, Weez points out that it's because a lot of times these things don't get reported, a yeah. crack in the windshield, and he's right about that. They wouldn't get reported. Um but if they were happening very, very often in Buffalo, and if there was absolutely nothing to trace them together at all, mm-hmm. um, or if there was, I'm sorry, excuse me, if there was something to trace them together, it would be getting reported. Mm-hmm. That would be happening. Uh, I still stick to my guns that it's happening a ton here. It's happening way more than normal, and you've got the police sending out task force. You've got Crime Stoppers offering a reward. It's clear to me that somebody is at work here. Something's going on here. It's not just stones. The police would have the responsibility if it was just stones and everyone was making a big hoopla out of it. The police would have the responsibility of saying, stop it. Mm -hmm. These are accidents involving stones. Stop it. 
They would do that if that's what it was. See, personally, I hope it's like Keith Richards shooting out people so he can go, see, it's the Stones. <laughs> ah, sorry. That, that, that's almost Sky Sands worthy. <laughs> I forgot about that. Sky Sands in studio today, too. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. yeah. So, anyway. <laughs> All right. Uh, we will be back next week. Uh, I got Lou Graham in the book for Monday. I got to call and confirm that because I haven't heard from his management in like two months. But I got him in the book for Monday. So, we might have Lou Graham up here. On Monday morning. Other than that, I look forward to hearing about Mother's Day at Weez's house. (laughs) Have a good weekend, Billy. See ya! Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.